The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now as Jesus entered, now as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to Jesus and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. John Lennon died in 1980, and his last song was Watching the Wheels. I don't know if any of you remember that. After a long public career, John Lennon spent his last days at home with his son. The song's lyrics were describing his new life. Like, something like this. I'm sitting here just watching the wheels go round and round, no longer riding on the merry-go-round. As John looked out from his New York apartment, he could see the daily chaos of the Big Apple all around him. He finally stepped out of the limelight and found peace. Another picture of riding the merry-go-round is the Wheel of Fortune. Now this isn't the game show I'm talking about, but a type of stained glass window found in medieval Gothic churches. The biggest wheel is found in the Church of Notre Dame. It's 33 feet in diameter. Now stained glass windows were created to send a message and to teach people about living in Christ, many of whom couldn't read. So they would look up and, and get catechism from that. The wheel of fortune is this stained glass window in the shape of a wheel with pictures on the rim. And at the top of which is uh, depicted a king and he's on his throne. And then in the glass as the wheel turns, you'll see the king losing his crown and falling. And then when he gets to the bottom, he's now a beggar. And then turning back up the wheel, there's a picture of him struggling to get back up into the throne. That's our life. We have success and failure and the two conditions in between. We experience emotional highs and emotional lows and the two moods in between. We're healthy one week, sick the next. That's life on the wheel of fortune. My business is doing great, now I'm broke. I have a lot of family and friends and now everyone's moved away. That's life. The wheel of fortune turns and a lot of that is out of our control. You just can't turn the wheel yourself. So in the center of all these stained glass windows is a picture of Christ. And the message is, as the wheel of fortune turns, Christ remains the same. As scripture says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He remains constant and calm like in the eye of a hurricane. The artist here is showing us that most of us live our lives tragically on the rim of the wheel, going round and round. You know, I'm happy today, sad tomorrow. Everything's coming up roses this year. I'm losing the farm next year. 80 cents for gas last summer. Well, two bucks now, whatever it is. Okay, so that's, that's life on the rim. 
don't live your life there. But rather live it in Christ, in the center of the wheel. Remember how John the Apostle, at the Last Supper, he rested his head on Jesus' heart. We too need to rest on his heart. And this is where we find Mary today in our gospel, resting at the Lord's feet and listening to him. It's there that we remember that we're a human being and not a human doing. So where would we place Martha on this wheel of fortune? On the outer rim, right? And why is Jesus correcting Martha? Because she was too busy? No. Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. So she was worried and distracted. She was being pulled away from why she was serving. Her mind was on too many things at once, which caused her to then lose it on Jesus, saying, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. We've all been there. Caught out on the rim of the wheel of life, we get overwhelmed, and then we lash out at anyone or anything. But Jesus knows that these distractions are pulling her away from herself. And second, he's correcting her for worrying. She's worried, just like we are about so many earthly things. So now, how do we get from the rim to the center where Christ is? Rest. You've got to shut her down, physically, mentally, and spiritually. You ever wait on the phone for an hour to get support for an electronic device only to hear the person tell you, sir, please turn the device off and turn it back on? And you do, and everything's working. You're thinking, oh, my God, that was so simple. Maybe that's how they got Rogers up and running last week. They just shut it all off and turn it back on. We have phones. <laughs> so you see, most of us live in seventh gear, and we fail to see the signs that we need rest. Our culture has made us believe that if we're not doing something, we're not worth something. Being in seventh gear, we can't slow down and sm smell the roses or stop and listen to our spouse or just give a smile to someone passing by. In our society, we don't live relaxed, and most of us don't know how we ended up on this merry-go-round. So how did we get there? Well, maybe I have a hero complex, and I have to make everybody happy. Or maybe you feel if you stop, everything around you will fall apart. So it really doesn't matter how we ended up distracted or worried, because God draws us in when we obey him, when we obey his command to rest. Wherever you are, no matter how crazy things are, God still commands you to rest. There are only 10 commands from God, and one of them is to rest on Sunday. Of all the commands that God had to codify, don't murder, don't steal, obey your parents, and now this one, he actually had to command us to rest? That's crazy. But rest sends a message that I don't exist for my work, I don't exist for my accomplishments, I don't exist for money, I don't exist for any of that stuff. Actually, all that stuff exists to serve me so that I can serve God. Now, you've probably heard this, but it's worth repeating. If the devil can't make you sin, he'll keep you distracted. Both sin and distraction have the same effect. They cut you off from your connection to God, to others, and to even your own soul. God commands rest on Sunday, but also during the week so we can soak in life, soak in God's love for us, notice the people around us, and remember our why. With Christ, we can accept the good that God sends 
or the bad. An anxious and worried mind is not the Christian normal. What is normal for a believer is peace. That's our normal atmosphere, and it's the atmosphere of heaven, the peace that surpasses all understanding. For example, when a virus enters our body, it automatically attacks it with white blood cells, but not so with our spirit. When worry and anxieties enter us, we have to choose to attack it with faith. And I like to re- repeat a short scripture over and over in my mind. For example, if I'm you know, worried about all the bills coming in, how the heck am I going to do this? I just think, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more important than them? Pope John XXIII's last prayer of each day was, Lord, it's your church. I'm going to bed. True story. <laughs> when you think about it, worry is useless. It doesn't solve your problems. Worry is like rocking in a rocking chair all day. It keeps you busy but gets you nowhere. At the end of the day, you'll be in the exact same spot, just going back and forth and back and forth. But with God's grace, we can move from the rim of the wheel into the calmness of Christ. And summer is the perfect season for taking a God break. Practice slicing out a piece of your day to rest at Jesus' feet, listening to him through the Bible. He's got time for you. Our gospel reading ends with Jesus' advice to Martha and to all of us. There is need of only one thing, being with him.